0: All right. Um, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Swipe. As always, I am Amanda, and I am joined by my Derek and Amy, gigantically awesome co-host. How are you guys? I'm doing great. Yeah. Um, well, we're really excited because tonight we have a special guest, So, but, but before I introduce him, I just want to remind our listeners that we are getting ready to go on a summer hiatus, but we will be back for a season two of Let's Swipe. So please, 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 if you have not already, hit that subscribe button so that when we do come back in the fall, you don't miss an episode. In the meantime, you're welcome to keep writing in to us, and we will uh, keep those that will mail for when we, we get back in the fall. All right, and without any further ado, we're super excited to have one of our good friends with us tonight, Scott. We've been trying to get Scott on the podcast for about a year, and he finally agreed. So hi, Scott. Hi. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I will say that uh, I feel like it's been a while, while, or it's it's probably been hard for me to want to get on this, because I feel like for a while, I, I feel like I would be like the perfect anti-dating person that would be trying to convince everybody just to stop dating and never do it so I'm just like well if I get on this show no one's going to want to date anymore so it's like I feel like that's not a very positive thing to contribute so but uh so but yeah I feel like I don't know I'm kind of giving it a go a little bit more and uh yeah I thought maybe I don't know maybe I maybe I can help somebody I mean I'm I'm struggling probably just as much as anybody else's so
0: so why were you so anti-dating
1: I think some of it just had to do with I guess just I guess my history of dating and I really didn't have a lot of very good like I guess you could call them role models uh because I feel like dating is one of those things I don't want to say there isn't any like manuals on it because like people there's all kinds of books people write on them but uh I feel like one of the problems I've had and I feel like I didn't really realize until like much later, is that a lot of these books, like, while I'm sure there's some truth to them, like I feel like they have this like entertainment slant to them, or it's like they probably do a ton of embellishing and they kind of have a sales pitchy angle to them, at least for at least like the guy type dating books. And I I felt like while I'm sure there was some helpful advice, I felt like it 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 made me almost more I don't know. It made it seem much more toxic and something I didn't want to be a part of. I guess just based off the way that these dating books were at least, at least whenever I was, whenever I was like in college and mostly whenever I was in college, I was, I was kind of trying to read up on more of those and all the rules and stuff that happens in the dating world.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say like what you were talking about was reminding me of that book that came out. I think it was, was it just called the rules, but it was like written by two women and it was essentially like, the rules for how women are supposed to act to like catch a man. Do you guys remember this? I vaguely. And I mean, it was super toxic. It was like, you know, the whole, I don't know if this was one of them, but the whole like wait three days. Or if someone, if a guy asks you out after Wednesday, then say no, because you, you should be busy already. You need to be like, don't just be at someone's whim. And it was like all of these, I think it was just called the rules i'll google that it's just like yeah. for a new like podcast episode
2: where we look at this garbage and be like yeah. hey guys don't do this <laughs> like you know we'll just go through and like because i know there's all those like pickup artists like dude books or like you know yeah. tell her to eat a salad and, you know which is like the dude version and i guess you know, like it's refreshing to know that there's a toxic woman you know version of that as well more or less so
0: yay <laughs> yeah it's called All the Rules, Time-Tested Secrets for Capturing the Heart of Mr. Wright. Oh, my God. By Ellen Fine and Sherry Schneider.
1: Wow. So did you read, I guess you, did you read this, Amanda?
0: I did not read it, but it was just sort of everywhere. Like, I feel like it was on Oprah and it was, you know, like, I mean, the, you know, I don't know. It, it, it was like the
1: New York Times type of thing.
3: Yeah looking at it on Amazon and I have to read this this is the top review from the United States they're giving it one star and the caption is this book puts women's rights back 60 years yeah but it was very popular
0: at the time it was re- when it came out it was super popular can you Scott can you think of any any of the advice that's commonly given to dudes for how to catch you know, a lady.
1: Oh, for women. Uh, I'm trying to remember the books. Like, cause I, I remember I read two books, and I think, well, from my perspective, like I kind of went, like from a high school. I went to an all guys high school, so I was like around no women at, all, like or girls at all. So I had like, I felt like I had like very, like I had super little experience like just being around them. Probably, probably until I even got out of college, I didn't even start because my first job I was kind of more into marketing and I was surrounded by women, so that was like that was really my first experience even really being around women to like correct any of the bad habits I might've learned from books okay. or anything like that. But like, so like this, I'm trying to think of like some of the things I was reading in the books, there was, there were kind of two books. I remember there was one that was really popular for guys. I mean, it was kind of like a New York times bestseller. It was one of those. Uh, but I guess I think it was just called the game, but that's probably like the rules version of That's what the we're rules version of the guy. Mm-hmm. It's probably, probably the kind of like the guy and the girl version of it. But uh, yeah, it was very, it was very like, it was very rules driven. Like do this on, on like on this time, and if they if they don't do this, do it like that. Or if they're too nice, don't be too nice. You gotta break break their balls and be like mean to them sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like yeah, it's just it was it was just filled with all of these rules about all these things you have to do. It didn't really feel authentic or I don't know, it just didn't feel right to me. Like there, there this can't be the only way that this is done type of thing so but yeah so the, yeah that was one of the books originally I was thinking I was going to be more into dating after I read this book and I was like very much not into dating after I read this book type of thing so like yeah that was kind of one of the big turn turnoffs of all these rules and things like that so
0: well so you said you recently have started getting back into dating so what sort of made that switch happen I don't know what's
1: necessarily changed I don't know if it was all the pandemic stuff and just not being around people and I'm just trying to get out there more and and being with more people or maybe it's more of just that I don't I don't put as much pressure on it maybe uh or I don't worry about it if stuff doesn't work out and it's just like being more okay with being rejected and whatever just people to stop talking to you, not really caring as much about it. So it's just, just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just experience or maturity. Just the more people I talk with. And uh, I mean, before all this COVID and pandemic stuff was going around, I mean, I used to go to a lot of like meetup groups and things where I'd meet a lot of people and talk with a lot of people. And uh, I mean, maybe my social skills are have just are slowly getting better to the point where I'm just, I can even, mentally I guess handle and I guess deal with all of these complex like human situations that happen in life I guess so but yeah I don't know I just thought I thought I'd try it a little bit more and see what happens and if it doesn't work out that's 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 okay too type of thing worst case
3: I think that's a really good attitude to have I think we could all be more uh Say lovey about life.
1: Yeah, it can be kind of hard because I mean, on one, on, one, on one regard, I feel like when you do the dating, it's like you're you're doing it to want to get something. Kind of like if you're if you're wanting to get a job, it's like you're spending time, you're updating your resume, like you're learning new skills, and you're putting yourself out there, and you're probably getting rejected a lot trying to get that job. And it's like you still want to get that thing you're searching for. But, uh, yeah, relationships are, I feel like, I feel like it's 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 such a great area with relationships with, I don't know, I mean, someone that you could be in love with one moment, it's like people fall in and out of love a lot of times. And relationships, I feel like, aren't something, I don't know, they're not, they're not, I mean, I feel like it's not as concrete as some things are in life with, like, winning a trophy because you got first place in something. I mean, it's. it's much more permeable and... I don't know malleable, so I don't know if that's getting too abstract with
0: thinking. we like abstract, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh but yeah, so um, so yeah, I've been trying the i i one thing i I remember you guys were mentioning, I don't know if you've started i I tried doing the Facebook dating app, and i got i so I got on that, and uh I think I've talked to a couple of girls a little bit on that, uh nothing really happened with that, uh.
0: So on on Facebook dating, because I don't think any of us have done it. Amy, you never. I tried it for a little while, but it, I never it. went on a date with anybody from Facebook dating. Because it's like what you see people who you have friends in common with. Is that the deal?
1: Well, when I signed up, you I mean, you just use your Facebook profile like normal and then you click the dating thing. And then one of the questions that asks you is like, hey, do you want to be recommended friends of friends? And then you can either say yes or no. So if you say no, it it completely eliminates those potential matches and it goes one more branch out. So I don't know, a third, a third connection, which maybe they figure that's distant enough. Yeah. That you're probably not going to, it's going to be a pretty, yeah.
0: And then can you do like an age restriction on there at all?
1: Yeah. It works like a lot of the other dating apps where you can do age restrictions and location uh, restrictions And tight restrictions. And I think you can even do the restrictions like the kids, like does has kids or not have kids. Yeah. I did that, but yeah, same. I just talk to people for a little bit. And then, I mean, I usually try to at least like, uh, at least from a guy's perspective, like what I do is I at least try to like engage in conversations with them. And then if something happens and they just, they just stop responding, I'll at least like end with a question to be like, Hey, I'm at least trying. And if, and if they just stop responding, it's like okay they're just, they're not interested because I don't think women generally never actually tell you they're not interested at least my like at least with what I've done they generally don't ever so I think you just have to realize that's that's just part of it women don't really tell you they're not interested, especially if you haven't met before. I mean they generally if pretty much silence means they're just they're not interested. so I think all you can really do is just ask if, ask try to talk with them and ask questions and if they if they stop responding, just, just keep going to somebody else. And then maybe if maybe, maybe, uh, they're, they're not even ghosting you or whatever. Maybe like there's something going on with their family and maybe like in three or four days, maybe they'll respond to you. So, I mean, just cause they don't respond right away doesn't necessarily mean they don't care. Uh, cause there's been, there's been one girl, it wasn't on Facebook, uh, that, yeah, I, I sent her a message a, a little while ago and I didn't, uh, anything? It was like a week. I think I, I got her number. I think it was on the dating site. I got her number, and then I talked to her a couple times, and she was just saying, "Oh, I'm busy. I can't right now." Uh, and then like, "Oh, then okay, okay, I'll just." I, she said, "Oh, I have some family stuff going on." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll just give you some time." And then I just checked back once more a week, and then she's like, "Oh, I still got something going on." And then like, and then yeah, I k- 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 uh, did the same thing the next week. And then she's like, "Oh, like then she's not even interested in dating." She was telling me that, "Oh, my my brother passed away," and like I just, I I'm not in the mood for dating right now.
0: Yeah, wow. And
1: it's like, "Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, take as much time if you need. If like if you're ever interested, like feel free to contact me or something. We can get together and you want to talk, but no, not not that's fine too. So, but yeah, I feel like you never know people people in their kind of in their life what they're going through. With dating stuff,
0: yeah. Well, it sounds like that's your experience. I think is the same. I mean, that's been my. Most guys don't say, "Hey, I'm not interested." They just stop talking to you as well. I mean, I think that's. I think I think I maybe I'm the only person that sends the, "Hey, I'm not."
2: <laughs> I'm,
1: oh, yeah, okay, you do that. Okay, that's I pretty great. I, like I
2: think everybody does, and I don't know if it's just because it's easier to kind of like you know sneak off into the night than just say. Because I, I think there's, it, it may be why like employers don't, they're just like, oh yeah, we'll call you, you know, that kind of thing. It's just, because there's no pushback, you know, you can't, you, they're like, oh, we're sorry, but you're not what what we're looking for. They're like, oh, why? You know, it's and especially more so when you're dating, because it's, it's not just professional, it's like personal. Like, well, was it something I said, or was it the way I dressed and blah, blah, blah,
0: blah. And you're know, like, I don't want to just, Look, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never it. get yeah. the, I never get the pushback. I, so yeah. I guess I don't know why people are so. But I mean, that's
2: if you said, you know, well, maybe,
0: and maybe you don't. I do. Like, say, I I'm always, I do say it, it. You know, whereas I girls would be like,
2: but why? You know, and, you know, it's a thought. Anyway.
0: No, I think you're right that that's why people don't do it because they're afraid of pushback. I'm just saying, as somebody who does, oh, like I would say, 80% of the time. Say hey, it was really nice chatting to you, but I'm not feeling it. I maybe ten percent of the time ever get a message back that's anything other than, oh, okay, I totally understand. So I don't know why people are so afraid of push because it's like I don't I don't get the pushback. I get the like, oh okay. You know, or I get nothing. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's mm-hmm. but it's interesting to hear that most women don't send that message either. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I'd be surprised there'd be a ton of pushback, especially if you've never met. I mean, if you've talked for a little bit, like if you were a match and you said a few messages back and forth, I mean, it's not like you've invested much time yeah. into the conversation anyway. So, but yeah, that's interesting.
3: This is a bit of a side note, but I to- I sent you a thing on, pin- on uh, Instagram, Amanda, and it was like uh, since I, since you send stuff to people saying you're not interested it was mm-hmm. an email and it was how to not ghost someone was like examples of what to say to someone if oh. you're not
0: interested in dating them. Yeah oh. I think I saw that you sent me something I'm just so bad with messages on Instagram that I didn't I don't think I clicked on the link but I, I will go I'll go look at it maybe okay. it'll give me some the good name. ideas. I
3: think it's just like a, It's it was just a post and it has like 10 different Things that they just wrote out, but I thought they were really nice and really well done. And, you know, if you are a little, uh, passive aggressive is not the word, right word. Um, if you're a little shy or, you know, not sure how to do that, it, it's a, it's kind of like getting a, a, a form letter like, here's some key points, you know, here's, here's some, some stuff to, fill in the blanks to help get you started?
0: Yeah. So it's from at selfwork co. And so a couple of the examples, one is like really close to what I say, but it's like, I think I don't say lovely, but I think you're lovely, but I don't feel a connection. Thanks for your time. Um, I have a lot going on in my life right now and I'm not able to prioritize our relationship, but then this one is like really good um, for if like the conversation hasn't been, and we had this um, where somebody did keep reaching out to me, not not in a way of like, why don't you want to talk to me? Just sort of ignoring the fact that I was like had stated what I wanted and didn't want. And it, it, I wasn't even saying I didn't want to talk to them anymore. Um, but this is a good one. I stated my boundaries repeatedly and I don't feel like you respect them enough. It's best we stop talking like that's a Ooh, that's
3: I didn't read all the way into that one. That one is a good one
0: mh advocates or something so that's who posted it anyway thanks amy yeah that's good well you we should post that on our instagram You should uh repost it definitely so scott um since you have jumped back in what are there any things that you've learned or any advice you have for anybody
1: uh one thing i'm learning and i feel like this is something that i don't know i need to work on and i'm like trying to learn more about this is uh I guess just when you like talking to people in general and then talking to people that are like dates. Uh, Cause I, I feel like one thing I, I've, I've struggled with uh, is I guess it's like, as you grow up in life, I guess people like me, I feel like I'm kind of like a, I love my parents and I try to do what, what they want and everything. And I, I try to follow the rules a lot of times. And like when I work, I kind of follow the rules. I feel like, When you have that mindset, I feel like dating is a lot harder because like whenever I was growing up, it's like women, at least from like like my experience, women are like something to kind of be feared or you have to be careful of them in many ways. Like, for example, like when I was in grade school, they made sure all the boys and girls were like separated with with everything. And I don't know if that's like just a Catholic thing when I was growing up. I don't know if they still do that, the way they separate boys and girls. Uh, and then like high school, I went to an all boys high school when I was on college. I was like in an all boys dorm and I I felt like just the whole time, like I was kind of, I felt like the, the whole, the adult world kind of just was teaching me that women are something to be, are dangerous and you need to be very wary of them. And even when you get into the work world, uh, think of all of the rules, like the codes of conducts and all of the, like the things you have to be very careful about what you say. Like, oh, you need to be. You shouldn't. Uh, you might. You might need to think twice about telling a girl that. That wow, that's that's a really nice dress. Because oh, she might interpret that wrong and think you're hitting on her, and then she's gonna tell HR, and then you might get in trouble for that. So I, I feel like there's a lot of that in life, which I feel like it makes it. It can make it difficult. I I, I don't know. Maybe it depends on your life experiences, but I think it can make it difficult to. I guess be be very open about talking about like relationship things or like anything that's like related to romantic stuff uh, sometimes, and it it almost feels awkward sometimes because your whole life you're not really growing up, I guess in that world. So I guess whenever you have to try to jump in that world, either like the questions you you want to ask or the things you might be thinking or things you don't even know you need to ask can be hard. I think sometimes. So like what what what, I, what I've been trying to do is I've been trying to think a lot about how I talk to people like my, my family and my friends and things like that. And then like what I'm trying to get out of that. And then I also, then then I think about, okay, like if I'm dating, obviously like the dating, there's a different expectation and there's kind of different outcomes people want from dating than just being family and friends. Uh, so if, 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 and then obviously along with those, there's going to be certain things that's okay to talk about that it's not okay to maybe talk about at your workplace or maybe just with normal family members or things like that. I I spent a lot of time trying to just read up on more questions with things that are maybe not just normal people talk, but maybe like more things that you would have like dating things, like asking people like, Oh, what's a deal breaker for you? Like if you're in a relationship, what are things that like you just, this is your line, you, you don't want to cross it. Which it's like I'm not gonna ask my parents that, I'm not gonna ask my brothers that, or my I'm not gonna ask my coworkers that. Uh so I feel like for me it's just like learning a lot about I guess it's more conversations you can have with those type of things. And this I guess if, if you wanna be in a relationship with somebody, what type of I don't know, what are the kind of the important questions that you wanna figure out? So I don't know if that makes sense.
2: Actually, it does very much so. Like, so, so where do you turn besides books? I mean, do you go online? Like, do you I mean,
1: talk to other
2: I, guys that are dating? Like, what do you I, do?
1: I don't really talk to guys because, like, interestingly, it's like I feel like I talk to people that are, like, married. Like, I was talking to my brother and, like, that I'm kind of getting into it. And he's like, man, I don't even know what that's like anymore. Like, I'd be terrible at it. And it's like you're, he's, he's already married, and he did the dating stuff, and he have kids. So you, I feel like you, you would think that someone like that they would have a lot of experience, and like they'd be able to know things better. But I feel like everybody, I don't know, even people that are married, it, it just seems like they're kind of just kind of faking it till they make it type of things. in a lot in a lot of ways, I mean, I guess I'm, I guess there's a lot of the like the big questions, like if they would have kids and things like that. But I mean, there's just a lot of gray area, I think, to have like black and white answers for things. So I think it's just hard for people to give advice on anything. So, yeah, I just I mean, kind of what I do, I think the biggest thing for me is like uh, just learning about questions and like conversation topics uh, to talk to people about. because I think that's the hardest thing. I mean, if, if you don't if you don't know somebody uh, like what do you ask them or how do you start a conversation or how do you ease into something that just goes from like, what do you do or how do you spend your free time to something about asking about like, Oh, how important is it to maybe have a romantic life in your life? Like is, is romance something that how interested in is it? And like, why did you get into this dating thing? Uh, And just kind of getting more intimate questions.
3: Considered just going on any of the Reddit boards.
1: Uh, I haven't really gone on the Reddit boards a lot. I feel like I've, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going on sites for guys or sites for women. Uh, I feel like it's really not. It's probably I don't think it's really that different. Uh, at least for me, I think like they were the, the really good questions and the good conversation questions. I don't think is really specific for like guys. I feel like if it's an interesting question for a guy, I think it, it's, it would probably still be an interesting question for a woman. Uh, sure. So I just think. I don't know, just this, I think there's a certain questions, like sometimes there'll be a list of like a hundred questions, like conversation starters and things like that. And I feel like there's just, sometimes I just read through a list of a hundred and there might be like 20 of them. It's like, Oh, this is a really good one. Or this is something that kind of resonates with me that I think is important. Uh, like, for example, one might be like, Oh, do we, do you think like how much I'm talking? Do you think we're spending enough time together? Do you think I'm talking enough or like, and just, I don't know, just things like that, that I think, Oh, it's, that's a good thing. Cause some people think, oh, yeah, if I'm not talk, like, yeah, if you're not talking or having starting enough conversations or if you're not asking enough questions or uh, asking too many questions, like you're just an interrogator. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, just I, I mean, so right now I'm just I'm like kind of really getting into like just the websites that are just teaching almost as basic social skills uh, with just conversations and keeping conversations going. And then also uh, not just normal conversations but then also looking at things with how what about romantic conversations and how do you how do you kind of go and go into that whether it's whether it's like having kids or saying like oh wow you look you look beautiful today or something like that along those lines
2: if it helps we all kind of fumble our way through it you know like there's you just try to read the situation and go with it. And sometimes it works out beautifully and sometimes it really doesn't, you know? So. I
3: laugh when you said faking it till you make it. I think everybody is faking it until they make it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some are just, some people are better at faking it than others.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think some people's, their minds work differently too. Like for me, maybe it's because I'm more of like an engineer, artist so like I'm, I'm a very like visual person so like I, I I'm not nearly as good with uh, like talking almost like a sales but I feel like like salespeople have like a certain their mind works a certain way where they're really good with words and they're really good with reading situations and doing things like that so like I feel like people like that can be like really they can be the type of people that maybe have a that maybe could be better with like the player type thing where they're they're good with that, that type of thing, but I think for a lot of people, uh, that their minds don't work like that. Like me, like program, like I feel like like the programmers kind of have a stereotype. Like their minds just kind of work a certain way, so it's like they kind of have to work a little bit more, or they they just have to learn a little bit differently to if they want want to kind of see what's out there. Yeah. But there's a
3: um there I can't. I can't remember what it is, but it's like the different um, the different kinds of intelligences that people have. Like some people have uh, very good interpersonal skills. Some people have are good at being intuitive. Some people are good at uh, that. That kind of brings that to mind. Where like people who are in in sales, you know, they're good at reading a room versus someone who is artistic who is going to be better at probably interpreting a situation or that that makes total sense and i Mm. now i'm like i wouldn't there's the there's a name for it and i can't remember what it's called but it's like having it's different types of social intelligences
1: yeah 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 there's a lot of psychology stuff it seems like with I guess different, different, I guess just the way the brain works. And I don't know, just the different way different people process things or interact with things. Kind of like the introvert, extrovert, and I don't know. But yeah, it's interesting.
0: So do you feel like the people you've been talking to are receptive to your questions?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they. They generally, I mean, I feel like they're generally interested in talking with you or I feel like they fall off. But uh, one thing I always, I always, I always feel like the people that fall off, and this is something I'm trying to work on. uh, I don't know if this is a problem with dating websites in general, but I think this is one of the reasons why a lot of people maybe have a hard time with it is just the way, the way that they're set up is it's, it's kind of like a Facebook feed where it's like, there's like a constant stream of cool stuff. And there's there's something that if you keep swiping, mm-hmm. something cool might appear, type of thing. And even if you see something, maybe you'll stay on it for a little bit, but then it's like, oh, I'm kind of losing interest. I'll keep I'll keep swiping and see if there's something else that's cooler. So I feel like with like the dating apps, I feel like they're kind of like that where it's like, uh any any of the dating apps where it's like you can you can just have this like unlimited supply of people that you can either like or not like. It's like you might like somebody and maybe you'll match with somebody and then you'll, maybe you'll talk to someone a little bit. And then if something is just feeling like, Oh, this is just, I'm not really getting much of a spark with this or something. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah, I feel like you kind of just ba- want to almost bail maybe even too early and just start going back, swiping more people and just seeing if there's going to be somebody else. Uh, that's, that's cooler. Or I, I don't know, whatever that, whatever that dopamine rush is whenever you're swiping.
0: Yeah.
1: But, uh, but so yeah, that's, that's one thing I'm trying to do is like, maybe I'm trying to match with maybe a couple people and then just stopping swiping, just, just completely stopping it. And then just really try to focus and have patience with maybe t- two people at most. And then just if try, try, try to make stuff work with that. Try, try to make things work with that. And then if they, if they don't and those fall off, then you could, then I could try to start going back in and looking for more people but uh, yeah, just trying to get away from that—that that constant need to be trying to match with more people, and yeah, thinking just more new people is going to be the answer all the time.
0: So, have you uh, met anyone in person or had like a virtual date with anybody that you've been talking to lately?
1: Uh, yeah, I went on a couple of dates with one girl. Uh, actually, I just got—I just got back from one a few hours ago with her, uh, but. Yeah, we kind of just met on one of the, the dating apps. Uh, the, the one I, well, the one, the, the account I've had a, a little while that I was very off and on again was like this coffee meets bag of one, mm. which the, the way that one works, it pretty much gives you, it it kind of limits you. It only gives you like eight a day. So then after that, it's like, that's all you get. You're going to have to wait till tomorrow to, to get some more type of thing. Mm. Uh, So, so yeah, we, we, we kind of just met on that one. We, we talked for a little bit and then. This website they, they 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 kind of help you they kind of nudge you to be like if you've talking for so many days or like hey you need to get her number and like start doing something stop talking on this app.
0: Oh interesting. Okay. Hmm.
1: So be
3: pulling up coffee meets bagel because I've never heard of this before. I've heard of that, yeah. but I think a lot of people would be on
2: it. Did you I have was, a good like amount of people to choose from on that? I mean, given the eight a day, did you have a? I lot, mean.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's like a lot. I just know there's only so many a day it recommends, so like it's not really. I don't. There's probably not a giant amount, but like I feel like that's not really what it's going for.
2: Well, true, but I just didn't know if you ran through three days and you're like, oh, I just saw this person three days ago because there's only X people. So I mean,
1: that oh, would be I see. What you mean. Yeah, I've never. Well, I, I feel like I've seen. I feel like there was a time whenever I stopped using it and then I came back to it. And I think maybe I saw one, one or two people again that were on it, but uh, yeah, for the most part, they're pretty much different, different people. Uh, and I, I feel like most, like most of the dating sites, there's always people coming and going. So yeah. And I mean, I'm not, con- I don't, I don't spend a ton of time using it. I mean, I just, I just, I do, I do the, 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 the heart like thing or the no and then, I mean, usually after a week or two, maybe there's one or two people out of maybe hundred people that maybe would say yes to me. And then I, I would talk maybe with those people for a little bit and then just kind of repeat it. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of how the coffee meets bagel thing is. So yeah, I kind of sort of talked to her through that and then I got her number and then we talked a little bit and then, yeah, we just ate some food and hung out and talked for a little bit. And then, yeah, I mean, we were, we were going to do something uh, today outside, but it was pretty hot, pretty hot outside. Yeah. So we just we would just like went to the art museum where it was AC. And we just swapped around because uh yeah she was kind of more the engineering type. So I was like oh I maybe mean, I wonder how I if she likes art stuff at all. So so I thought this was kind of the test to see if she likes art stuff at all. <laughs> Which <laughs> I mean I mean it's not really that big of a deal if she likes art that much, but yeah just to kind of to kind of just get a read and yeah. But yeah we'll see what happens with it.
3: I don't want to pry, but I want to know how it went. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, no, it went it went pretty well. I mean, yeah, I mean, we met up, walked around art gallery for a little bit. She didn't really know a ton. She wasn't really super, uh, super knowledgeable with art stuff. I mean, probably like anybody with art, there's like certain things you like, and there's certain things you don't like, type of thing. Uh, so I mean, yeah, yeah, there are certain areas that you like. I, I, she, she was a, I guess she was a, a faster paced person than I was. I, I, I think I like I'm lazy. When it comes to art, like, I, like, I like dwell on art pieces, like, oh, I really like this. I'll, like, I'll just, like, want to sit down and, like, draw it for 10 or 15 minutes and just, like, soak it in. It's something I see. But I, I feel like most people aren't like that with art. I mean, most people, it's, like, they want to see something, oh, it looks nice, and then they'll read a little bit, of, like, about the history of it, and then they're, like, on to the next one. That's, mm-hmm. this is, I feel like with museums in general, it's, like, you have so many hours, and you get tired after like maybe a couple hours, maybe three hours at most reading stuff and walking around. so I feel like there's a, I feel like it's easy to have this like productivity mode when you go to museums where you just need to see everything and read everything. So, yeah, so she was a little, she was a little fast. She was a little fast, (laughs) fast for (laughs) me going around, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It it, it was nice. Uh, But yeah, I mean, but like a lot of events, I feel like, or at least like those type of events when there's like activities, uh, I feel like there's not as much talking about like uh each other as much as it is like talking about this other thing. Mm-hmm. So like we spend more time talking about artwork or paintings, or like oh is this Japanese? Oh it's Chinese. Oh I thought it was I thought it was Japanese and like there's more more, more of the probably 80 to 90 percent of the conversations were about the art and not necessarily about like each other necessarily Mm -hmm. or really getting to know the other person that much more uh but I mean I I think that's just that's how it is I feel like I mean it's not really that big of a deal I think that's just I think that kind of goes with doing activities
0: yeah I mean I personally think it's okay to have a balance of that I don't I I don't like to go on a date and always feel like every date is an interrogation or like we have to like Mm -hmm. get to know this like it's just do we also just like hanging out together and you know do we have do we sort of have the same same mindset on things that maybe can come out through activity that because it's more implicit rather than like you know like I could might explicitly say like oh this is what I think about x y or z but then if we're actually like doing an activity with X, Y, and Z, it mm-hmm. might actually be more truthful how I think about it while we're doing the activity, if that makes sense. You know, like, I mm-hmm. think, I think you need both. I think you need- Yeah, I think so. And
2: kind of piggybacking, but kind of not a little bit, but it's also a good way to get to know, because you'd be like, Oh, I really like like the brushstrokes on this one. Like, what do you think? Or, you know, Yeah, impressionists are like super excellent. Um, But I also like this because blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? Why? Oh, you know, because I took this class or, you know, Mm -hmm. something that kind of segues, you, you use it as a segue. So if you're just like, oh, I know there's this one thing. Oh, no, it's this other thing. Oh, okay, cool. And then you move on. It's just like, the the clicking so to mm-hmm. speak is not there because you're not using this as a springboard into like oh hey like there's this connection of, to this piece or not a connection because that is nice but I like this other thing over there like mm-hmm.
3: so it could be a little bit of
2: both you know
3: less less uh, less interview style where it's just a question and a res- or a, a question and a response versus a natural conversation where where dialogue just flows, you know, you're
0: responding to the content and not the question, I guess. Yeah. And then I think like in our friend Amy, the other Amy, and I used to, we would always call it like the couch conversation, like how, you know, like maybe you spend the day hanging out with somebody and then like, and then you can kind of get into that more intimate, like getting to know you questions because you're, you have that, you're more comfortable around each other. You, you know, you click, you had fun and now it's like, okay, we're both like in this safe space Mm -hmm. chatting and it's like, not, not this high pressure, like in a coffee shop. Well, what do you think about this? It's just this like night, you know, it's like, it's, it's been a feeling I have not had since COVID started. Like it is such (laughs) a nice when you have those, that moment with somebody and you're like, Oh, we're just really getting to know each other now um and I think sometimes I think during COVID I often wanted to like rush that because we it was like well okay do I want to meet you in person let's get through all of this stuff and I didn't let it happen organically as much Mm -hmm. well any other like um tips or what'd you say juicy tidbits (laughs) juicy tidbits or tips or (laughs) um, any other philosophies on dating or anything you want to share um
1: I can't think of anything anything specifically I mean more just like I think it's important to like think for yourself I think with a lot of this dating stuff and like just because something worked for one person and if it's if it's not gelling for you, what you read somewhere, it's like, it's probably not, it's not going to work for you or it's not going to feel right. Yeah, you know, whether it's on a book or some news article that's, I don't know, complaining about something or I don't know, telling you that this is, this is how dating is, or this is what you have to do type of thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I think just getting out and trying it and being patient and I don't know. I, I I feel like in a lot of ways I'm not very good. Like I'm, I feel like I'm giving advice, but at the same time it's like probably for every like one person I talk to, like you guys probably talk with like ten people, or for every like ten dates you go on, I probably go on like one date. So
0: well, that like, doesn't necessarily make us more successful. Well, right. <laughs> well, you got your own point of view, that we're like you're oh, being very just... optimistic, Scott.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but at least with like. And then maybe this goes back to the weird dating books that I've read. They're just like, oh, whatever a woman tells you, like she's probably done ten times. She's like generally very modest with everything. So it's like if you if you've been on a date, like she's probably been on ten dates, type of thing. So I mean, I maybe I don't know how true that is with a lot of things, but uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of how I am. I just I generally just I'm okay with not necessarily knowing what I'm doing, and just at least to saying, Hey, I'm trying like take it or leave it. (laughs) So
2: if you had to pick the next date for this person or somebody who you'd had some time out with, like Mm
1: -hmm.
2: what would, where would I mean, I know it's kind of a a, a general statement, but like what way would you go? Would you want to do something a little bit more outside or would you want to like, if she was like, yeah, come over and hang out, blah, blah, blah. Like, which way would you go with that
1: uh well one thing I, I kind of would like to do well she she's like like lisa's this one girl like she's really into tennis she plays tennis like every day so like i kind of would want to play tennis even though i'm going to get destroyed so that's okay <laughs> but like i don't know she's really into that like so maybe she could teach me some stuff and uh i don't know she also like with her technical stuff i, I wouldn't mind even learning more about uh A lot of the stuff she does, I guess, for work is some of the stuff she does for work kind of interests me a little bit. And I don't know a ton about it. So I wouldn't mind just sitting with her and be like, hey, like, if I was getting into this, what type of computer should I buy? Or like, how would I set up trying to get this thing to work and run? So I mean, so if it was like an outside thing, if if the weather wasn't too terrible, like, I wouldn't mind trying to like do some tennis with her. Uh, But yeah, if not, I wouldn't mind just if it's something more inside, kind of more chill. I wouldn't. I'd be interested just to kind of pick her brains and learn more about this, some of this computer, computer stuff that she does. So, but yeah, it's kind of, very neat. It's kind of very, very specific to, to her, I guess with what I know about her, but yeah, I feel like this is, I feel like that's with dates in general. It's like, if you kind of know stuff about him, you can kind of gravitate towards things. And if not, you kind of have to pick more generic things until you kind of can learn a little bit more about each other and figure out like, Hey, what are, what are going to be good things or what are not going to be good things?
2: dude. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, I think that yeah. is a good note to end on. I think you have some really good advice and a different perspective than a lot of what we hear or maybe think men are going to say. And I think it's important to, to have that perspective heard because I think you're probably not alone And in your experience and thinking. So thanks for sharing all of that with us. And yeah. uh,
1: Thanks for having uh, me on. It was, it was really fun.
0: Yeah. Um, any final thoughts from you ladies?
3: Go no.
2: I wish Go ahead, Amy. I'm sorry.
3: No, I I I just said go forth and date. <laughs> <laughs> it has
2: been enlightening, Scott. Thank you because it is nice to hear from different people to hear different perspectives because there's some things I'm like, Oh really? So that was, that was nice. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, that does it for this week's episode. And I just quickly want to remind everybody how they can contact us. If you have any questions or if you want to be on the podcast next season, you can email us at let pod at gmail.com. That's let swipe without the apostrophe pod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at letswipepodcast. podcast. Uh, Amy does some pretty nice artwork and keeps you up to date on which episodes are coming up. So go ahead and give that a follow as well. Um, And in the meantime, hope you all have some good luck on the apps. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.